Farah, and you're listening to the Beef for Bacchus podcast, the podcast where we talk about wine stories from the Levant, Eastern Mediterranean, and the Caucasus. This is another edition of Just a Drop, small episodes under 10 minutes, talking about something cool that is wine-related. Last week I mentioned Lebanon being on top of a bunch of fault lines. Today we're going to get into that a little more. But first, why is geology important when it comes to wine? Well, we learn about the topography of a place and how it came to be, and we learn about the soils that were deposited thousands of years ago through these shifting plates and formations. The National Center for Geophysics in Lebanon was established in 1975. It's the oldest part of the four divisions of the National Center for Scientific Research. It continues the studies that began at the Ksara Observatory back in the 1920s. A lot of the research that goes into the studies of faults today is still based on the work that Plassard did at Xara. If you want to know more about that, you can go back to last week's episode, episode 14, and you can hear the whole story. Okay, so go to the Instagram page of B for Bacchus, that's B underscore four underscore Bacchus, and check out the map of Lebanon that will help you visualize what I'm about to say. And make sure to follow the page if you haven't already. Okay. Lebanon lies on top of the Levant Fault System. It's also known as the Dead Sea Transform. This system is a strip between the Arabian Plate and the Levantine part of the African Plate. Yes, we are talking tectonic plates here. Both are moving north, but the Arabian Plate is moving a little faster, of course, in geological terms. In July of 551 AD, a huge tsunami-genic earthquake destroyed most of the coastal cities of Phoenicia, modern-day Lebanon, and it resulted in thousands of deaths. Some sources say that this earthquake was between 7.2 to 7.6 on the Richter scale, which is pretty intense. And tsunami-genic means a tsunami hit right after that earthquake. And from that, there was a local landslide near Batrun and a fire in Beirut. The sea retreated two miles before the wave actually hit. So it was a catastrophe. Due to it being a tsunami-genic earthquake, with most of the damage being along the coast, it had to be caused by a fault nearby, not too far west, and something that ruptured the seafloor. Only recently did geologists discover that it was indeed due to the submarine Mount Lebanon thrust, which is right off the coast of Beirut. It just kind of juts out from the capital city. We have three main fault lines, including the Mount Lebanon thrust, that have caused earthquakes over seven on the Richter scale across history. And then there's lots of little guys, or little fault lines, that also run under and through the country. The Yamune fault causes big quakes every 1,000 years, the Mount Lebanon thrust every 1,500 to 1,750, and the Sergeia fault every 2,000 years. Smaller earthquakes, which are between five and six on the Richter scale, also happen one to three times every decade. So there is a lot of activity going on here. But the last big event for each one of these major faults are as follows. Yamune was in 1202 AD, which caused the majority of the columns of Baalbek's Temple of Jupiter to topple. The Mount Lebanon thrust is the tsunami-genic one I mentioned in 551 AD. And Sergeia is in 1759. This resulted in the fall of another three columns from the Jupiter Temple, leaving us with just the six that are still standing today, and it's estimated to have killed 40,000 people. Now again, 
Sariraya is every 2,000 years. So we should be good on that one for a while. But recent seismic activity with our neighbors shows that this fault system is waking up again. After eight centuries of slumber, we're sitting here waiting for another big earthquake, a lot like California and their constant looming big one that is supposed to strike at any moment. We also have this same fear and we just aren't really sure when it's gonna happen. Let's just hope that it's not any time in our very near future, because I think we have way too much on our plates right now. That would be the wonderful added cherry on top. And not to stress you out more than necessary, but um, there's also the Cyprus subduction zone to the west, which is also a geological threat. There isn't a lot of information out there, but the reputation of subduction zones is that they can produce earthquakes of over eight in magnitude and they can bring tsunamis. Now, because Lebanon is such a small place, it's very vulnerable to damage across the country, especially secondary hazards like landslides. We have high rainfall, a lot of deforestation and overdevelopment and quarries, which means we're really vulnerable to erosion. This probably all sounds horrible and negative, but Actually, we're pretty lucky because of these fault lines. It gave us mountain ranges and it gave us very rich soils when it comes to agriculture. Almost all the rocks in Lebanon are sedimentary rocks and alluvial soils, which means they were caused by water and erosion. Our soil is mostly limestone, which is great for grapes because it retains moisture, but it still has good drainage. And the mountain ranges that were formed by all these moving faults give us high elevation and that high rainfall. And then the limestone soils create a natural water table that is refilled over spring and early summer as the snow melts. This is happening right now. So all of these features combine to create a wonderful place for growing grapes, even if we're terrified of a possible huge earthquake to come. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk some more about this and with a particular Bika winery where geology is a prominent feature. As always, let me know if you're listening and make sure to rate and review the podcast. It helps more people find it. We're on Patreon. If you feel the urge to possibly become a patron, I would be very grateful. Other than that, I'm also doing some online sessions of guided wine tastings in case you need some company while you're staying home and practicing social distancing. I hope you enjoyed just a drop of wine information. Thanks for tuning in. This is Farah signing off for the Be For Backus podcast. <laughs>